0: Welcome to Around Each Town with Simple Elegance. I am Mary Scally, your host and the owner of Simple Elegance Professional Home Staging and Interior Design. This podcast digs into the positive benefits of living in Houston, Texas, as well as what our current real estate is, tips on selling your home, the benefits of staging your home before placing it on the market, and great things happening in Houston. We are so excited that you have joined us today as we speak to prominent Houstonians. And it's around H-Town with Simple Elegance. And I am your host, Mary Scally. And today we're actually, we're recording from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. It is so awesome being here. And I am here with one of my best friends. Oh my gosh, Blair Hammity and Will. And he won't say anything, but he is here. But I'm just saying, he is here. And they own, I hope that he does. They own Setting the Space And we're just gonna talk about like how COVID has affected business around the country and especially here in Massachusetts. So, welcome,
1: Blair. Hey Mayor, I'm so excited to be here. You have no clue.
0: I'm so glad (laughs) to. I
1: love you to death and you know that. I know. And you're getting a
0: really good Italian dinner afterwards. I can't wait. You have to work first, though. I it. okay. okay. I
1: have no problem you know, doing it. I know. It's fine.
0: If you can be on a microphone, you're like happier than yeah, happy, yeah, of right? I yeah, exactly. Am, yeah. If
1: I had cameras, it would be even better, but that's okay. <laughs> so, next time. Well, that is next time. Oh. And
0: I told Jonathan that we need to do like. Uh, can I it's the IGTV kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's coming. That's All coming. All right, when can
1: I fly Jonathan back here? So that's going to be... Honey,
0: first class, anytime first you can class, do that. First class, the <laughs> only way. <Don't laughs> trust me, I have
1: no problem with that.
0: <laughs> so anyway, <sighs> but... Jonathan, you can, like, cook him we up. We can he share. Tol- he okay. told you tonight that he was going for more IT kind of stuff. Yes. He's really good at it. This is so awesome. So thank God for the millennial. Right, he
1: already has a job with us, too. So just to Yay. let you know Jonathan. I'm See, so honey, so like He's so popular. Baylor
0: graduate in a few years, and amazing, you're going to be making money. It? You don't even have to, like, apply for jobs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this yeah, is it's good. awesome. So, but, Blair, let's talk about setting the space and – Tell us first about Setting the Space, and as of January, how many stores did you guys have?
1: So as of January, we had, I think, six, if I counted correct. You know, so you know, we started our company 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. We started as a home staging company, and I do pout, or spout, I should say, that we're kind of one of the largest home staging companies in the world. You are. Because you know we are, Mm -hmm. right? And people kinda know me, which freaks me out a little bit, right? I have you know, when we go to You're these kind of are a celebrity. Kind of yeah, I know. And Anyhow, I have a hard time with that, but that's beside the point. But people do know who I am.
0: You do not have a hard time no, with being a it. celebrity. You know, <laughs> I know,
1: it's awesome. But look, Ed, we like to help. I, You know that I'm a giver, right. right? So at the end of the day, I love people coming up to me and asking about the company. Mm-hmm. And I also love them asking me questions of, of how can they be successful like we've turned setting the space into a success story, you know? Right. You know the story. 15 years ago, we started. So, yeah. Yep.
0: Keep on going because so like. Really? So talk about you took the ASP class with stagedhomes.com and how did you even learn about that class?
1: So I I've always worked in family-owned retail businesses and I've always succeeded in every job that I've ever done. And in the last company, I actually asked for a raise. And I asked for like a lot a lot a lot of money, okay? So that's a lot a lot of lots, right? <laughs> and they sat me down and they said do you really think we're going to give you a lot, a lot of money? And I said, I do. And they said, nope. Did you ever think that we might fire you over this? And I said, really, fire me? That doesn't make any sense. And they said, well, you know, you're very independent. You do not follow rules. And I do not follow rules. I will tell you that right now. (laughs) And we've allowed it. rules
0: are guidelines. Oh. They're guidelines. They're guidelines to make good choices, but they're made to be broken.
1: Yeah, but I like my rules and my guidelines. But of course you do. Right, and I didn't like their guidelines. (laughs) so And I was making lots and lots of money for them, right? So anyhow, long story short, the, um, the wife of one of the owners said to her husband, what are you guys, crazy? He brings in a ton of money for us. And they're like, yes, but he doesn't follow the guidelines of our company. So it took them 30 days to fire me if I want to use that term, fire me. I was not leaving, and I had no reason to leave. So finally, after 30 days of torture, because they kind of did torture me, but that's okay, (laughs) I left on my own, right? So a friend of ours, Will and I, I got a phone call, and she said, how would you like to take a staging course? And she said, it's being taught in Maryland, and as we just spoke, I'm in Cape Cod or in, in Boston. Who was the friend? So this was a friend of ours. Her name was Anne-Marie, and she literally was a friend of Will's. Um, Will used to have a painting company, and he painted tons of her homes, Mm -hmm. right? Wow. So she called us one day, or she called me one day, and she said, Blair, do you want to take a home staging course with me? It's in Maryland. And I said, I'd love to go to Maryland. And I said, Anne-Marie, what is staging? (laughs) Well, in New England, we didn't know what staging was, right? And Mm -hmm. this was about 15 years ago.
0: So, okay, so 15 years ago, that's...
1: 2006 2005, 2006. Yeah, 2006, kind 2006 of sort of a show. Uh-huh, yeah. So I looked at her and I said, let's go to Maryland. Mm-hmm. So road trip we went. The two of us went to Maryland. And I took staged homes course for three days. And I thought, this is easy. We're going into people's homes and we're cleaning. Because that's mm-hmm. sort of what it was. It was mm-hmm. organizing. It was cleaning. And at the time, the instructor said to me, and of course, I am a leader That's just how I've always been. And I took the lead. I took the lead for this whole entire thing. And we went into a house in Washington, D.C., and we pulled the whole thing apart. And at the end of the three days, she looked at me and she said, Blair, one day you will have a successful home staging company. And I said, no, I won't. I said, because you don't teach the business part of it. I said, you taught us how to go into this house. Yeah. So anyhow, I said, no, I won't. So she said, well, do me one thing. And she said, do it for yourself. Figure out a name. Go on the website and put your name on the website. And of course... With anything as such as staged homes, they had um, photos already done, and they said, "You know, just use the photos. You're not you're not trying to say you did this, but you're trying to show what staging is all about." So I did that, and I got a phone call from Toll Brothers one day. And Toll Brothers, Toll okay, Brothers. guys,
0: everybody desires that phone call. Well, I got so. th- I got the phone call. You did,
1: and I was one of thirteen people they interviewed on the phone. And I thought, I don't I don't get it, but they're interviewing me on the phone, so that's fine. So then I get a phone call, and they had cut it down to one of seven that I was going to go in person to meet with a team of six. You know, you would think that I was going to interview for, I have no idea, this big, huge job. But in the meantime, all it is is that I'm going to be their stager. And what they explained to me was that out in the Midwest, they had been doing mm-hmm. staging, and it had worked. So now they wanted to bring it to the East Coast, okay? So I said, all right. So I sat down, and I was number seven. And they looked at me, and they said, out of the seven people, you were the only one who knew what you were talking about. So I dub you our stager. So I went outside, and I hate to tell you this, but I went outside, and I puked my guts out. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, <laughs> I've just been given a staging opportunity, but we didn't even have a staging business going. So no big deal. So what they were doing is, as somebody had signed a P&S, They were hiring our company, which there was no company at the time, to go in and to consult with people on how to stage their houses for sale. So I thought, this is easy peasy. I really know how to do it. So I did. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this this could be a long, drawn-out story, so I'll try to make it really quick. So the next part of this situation was is that they had a model home, and they asked, could I do a model home? So I simply said to them, of course I can do a model home.
0: always say yes
1: always say yes so guess what i did i left and i puked my guts out again <laughs> anyhow we did the model home we blew them away and it really started our business of setting the space and staging here in new england and for about 3 years we were doing stagings and when i tell you we were working from 7 in the morning till midnight we were you know and and you know that when you're about to start a company We are the delivery people. Mm -hmm. We pull the stagings. I mean, it was only just Will Mm -hmm. and I, right? We didn't have a company and we didn't have people. You're
0: the driver of the U-Haul. You do everything. Everything.
1: So three years into it, and I, I have to tell you, there's no recollection of those three years. I have no... I know we did it. I have no recollection. We worked with very cool clients. We... You know, we stopped. He and I stopped. I wasn't working. He wasn't working. So we had to create paychecks for ourselves. We Mm -hmm. had to, you know, we had to manage our own household income, right? Right. And start a business.
0: And you have to, like, home staging is not a small investment.
1: No, because what's happening is, and you're right, is is that you're buying furniture. And at Mm -hmm. the time, we're going to discount places. We're buying furniture from home goods. We're buying accessories from home goods. At the end of three years... We bought our first warehouse, and mm-hmm. we were so proud. There was only one little problem. We started putting the furniture in, and we didn't have enough space. So yeah. the first warehouse we bought was too little because mm-hmm. furniture takes up space. Yeah. But you know what we discovered? We had over a million dollars worth of furniture paid in full.
0: That's awesome. That's that crazy. Is awesome. That's a crazy that story, is awesome. right? That is so crazy because I have to say I owe myself a lot of money. Okay, Right. I
1: All right, gotcha. So we <laughs> had a million dollars in inventory paid in full, and we had a very cool business that we had started. So then, you know, our, our business started to grow. We were doing stagings. We then started to have people ask us and say to us, our home has never looked so good. Can you do interior design? And then what do you think I said? Of course. Yes. No more vomiting. Okay, that's done. But anyhow.
0: Okay. Blair never says no. Well, we both have the same kind of concept. We you do. Know. The only person that can say no is you and I. Correct. And we don't. No. It's just yes. yes. And we figure it out.
1: Right. And, and and you know, anybody who's starting a business, if you say no, it's over. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So figure it out because you can figure it out. And, you know, we're living proof that, you know, we started a company with no money. We have a very successful home staging company. Mm-hmm. We do interior design. And we have six retail stores. Right. Pre-COVID. 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 post COVID's a little no, different. but like,
0: okay, so Blair, just talk about, you know, the first store. And that was in Plymouth, Mass. Correct. And they came to you. And so what did they say?
1: So the, the landlord was a better salesperson than I am. And I think I'm a very good salesperson. But the landlord came to me and he said, Blair, I have a store in downtown Plymouth and I've been to your warehouse and I see that you have tons of furniture. He said, why don't you come and put your furniture in this space? And I said, Billy, I said, Plymouth is not an area where we're going to be able to sell furniture. And he said, Blair, I'll give you the first month for free. You don't have to do any type of um, signing a lease or anything. And I said, all right. I said, we're going to move in. And I said, we'll be moved out after the first month. Well, it was very interesting because Billy thought we were bringing used furniture. And he thought we were going to open a used furniture store. Mm. Well, I had a whole different idea in mind. okay? Because we had been doing interior design. And we had learned now how to buy furniture wholesale.
0: Which was huge because... You and I, I think, went to High Point, um, High Point yeah. about the same time, and they didn't want to talk to any of us. No, and okay. for people who
1: don't know how, who what High Point is, High Point is where you go, it's the furniture capital of the world. Correct. And, Mary, you are 100% correct. When we got there, there wasn't one person who knew what home staging right. was. Right. And we would go into the showrooms, and we would say, hey, I'm Blair. This is Will. And we have a commercial about that, by the way. I right, know you right. do. Hannah, I know, right. <laughs> so that was clever. So anyhow, and they would say, Where's your store? And I'd say, We don't have a store. And they would say, We'll see the door. Bye bye. Right. So we found a young salesperson, Samantha, who I love to death. And Samantha said I have been asked to open new accounts, which is very difficult. Here you are, a new account, and they're telling us we can't sell to you because you don't have a store. So she said to me, do you have a warehouse? And I said, yes. She said, do you have a camera? And I said, yes. And she said, do you have a sign? And I said, yes. And those were all true. (laughs) She said, take a picture of the sign. We're going to go and we're going to Photoshop it, and we're going to make a sign on top of your warehouse, and that's your store. Yeah. And I said, I love you. And she said, I love you more. And I thought, okay, <laughs> this is a great relationship. She went to her boss and she said, guess what I have? I have a new account. And they're like, bells and whistles. Oh, my God. Let them come in. We're giving them $5,000. Let them order away. So that was the beginning of us buying wholesale.
0: And that was huge because you actually opened the world to home stagers.
1: You know, it's... it's, it's you it's did. It, I know I did. It, it's very interesting because you we really were one of the first home staging companies to go to High Point. We introduced staging to the businesses, and we also introduced staging the businesses to the staging, Mm -hmm. right? And and it it is very interesting when we stop and think about what we started with. Um, Will and I, in setting the space, were the innovators for staging. There's Mm -hmm. no question about it. We've been doing it long enough. And I always think I have about 10 steps ahead of a lot of people. Correct. You know, and I think that's how we've become so successful. And let's not get off the point because the big question is what happened pre-COVID and what has happened post-COVID.
0: Yeah, but okay, so just pre-COVID, you know, getting into working with wholesalers, that was huge. It's huge. And like when I went and we were there, I think the same year, I was coming from a design perspective and I was actually looking to... Um, buy furniture for my house in texas because (laughs) houses in texas are much bigger than houses in massachusetts so i was okay with that but it was like when it came to the home staging part it was just like well where do you go right you know and i remember walking through coaster with one of their sales reps and i was like oh do you know blair hamity and will and They're like, oh my gosh, they come through here (laughs) and they're just like, I'll take 10 of these and five of those. And they're like, oh my gosh, I wish that was my account because it's not my account. But like they buy a lot of furniture, you know, and but you you're buying it for the stores, plus you're buying it for home staging. You know, Coaster is not always the right company for interior design. But it is perfect. For staging. It gives you the lifestyle. But is it comfortable? No. no. But we don't need comfortable in home staging. No, of course not. It just needs to look good. Right. So.
1: So it was interesting, and you're 100 percent correct. Um, and to this day, when you go to High Point, and if you say Blair mm-hmm. or setting the space, right. they all they know, know they know who we I are. I could go to Row
0: Furniture. I could go to Universal. No I could go to dv um cap, dv friends, cap yes. oh my gosh i can just say oh Blair. blair's one of my friends they're like oh okay you're in <laughs> you know but literally okay that is huge the furniture world of the,
1: the, the country in the country or, of course, the, Well, yes.
0: international okay it is international so, um, so you have tons you yeah. have
1: people from all you have people from every country going to High Point because mm-hmm. if you think about it now I have to tell you another interesting story I was in High Point when I was 19 years old so oh my gosh that's I didn't so know so I, did t- I explained to you that my f- one of my first jobs was I was in the jewelry business mm-hmm. and we were talking about that because you have a beautiful ring coming
0: coming Yay. coming so excited
1: coming Whoa. soon to a finger Redesign. near you right 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 <laughs> so but my second job which we didn't talk about is I used to sell waterbeds. Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! My brother and sister in law had waterbeds for years. <laughs> so years. Do
1: we. we. still have a water bed, but not the waterbed you imagine.
0: No, it's the tubes now. No,
1: right? no, 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 no! no. It's it? a bladder, and it's hard as a rock, and it looks like a regular mattress. Okay. And, but so I, I, I grew up in the furniture world, and I grew up selling water beds. And the interesting story about that is, is that people would see an ad for. $199. They would walk in with a cash of for 199 They didn't even have the sales tax. And we had to upsell. Now, upsell is not the norm, right? You mm-hmm. usually start high and go low. Well, in the waterbed industry, we used to start low, and we had to go to high. So what do you think I did? I could get them from $199 to $2,000. It's crazy.
0: Not surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so anyhow, um, so that was a, a, a big part of the world that I, I was in. And when I was 20 years old, I worked for a prominent company that was both in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And I went to their company. I sold more than anything anybody else had ever sold. And they brought me to High Point when I was 20 years old. Wow. So that was the first time and only time at that time. And then 30 years later, or not really 30 years later. Yeah, now it's like you go there all the time. time. Like I
0: still remember the first time I went there. And it was with my mom and it was like two days we were there and you just have to go into all these showrooms and you have to meet a person and you have to do this and this and this and we got to the end of the day and like we were picking up catalogs and i was i had this big bag of catalogs and um we got to the end of the day and i'm like mom i i need to eat you know and literally i sat down and i couldn't stop shaking i like had to put my head down i mean it's so overwhelming And like iHosp has started this whole thing of how do you shop.
1: Right. Do you know the number? Do you know do you know the number one the number one thing that happens when you're a newbie? You grab the catalogs. Do you know what you learn afterwards?
0: You don't grab them, you have them shipped to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because like I literally I could not stop shaking. Like I was so it was so bad. But now iHosp has how do you shop the furniture where furniture high point and um so do you know there is
1: many many millions of square feet in high point now most people we're 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 spouting here what is high point high point is in north carolina Mm -hmm. it's a town it is and that town is only open twice a year correct And it's only open to wholesalers. It's not open to retailers, right? Right. I mean, I'm sorry, it's not open to the public. So you have to have a store or a wholesale number. Mm -hmm. And then they close down. Okay. But that's a little town that you have building after building after storefront after after storefront. Yeah. You know, and
0: where do you go? Because there's so many different things and there's way high and that for staging is not good. No. You know, for design, great. Maybe 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 but it's just like it's crazy and if you do not know where to go you're wasting your time
1: you know it was interesting because i I, will and i have been going for 15 years and i think last year we discovered a whole nother part and i said to him how is it possible we've been coming here for 15 years and yet we never found this little part here so do you know what i mean So so no it's how it's, can it's you... It's a
0: little, little, little town, but it's huge.
1: It's huge. And how do you know where to go? Mm-hmm. So you're 100% correct with IHOSP. IHOSP has started a program that you can mm-hmm. sign up. We'll take you on tour. We'll bring you to the correct places. Right. And then you can buy from there. And, and, and what's also important is, is that there are discounts and there are certain different discount levels that right. you need to get to. Correct, so
0: correct. And, but you and Will really started that whole Same. leg in there. Yeah, we did. Okay, so now we come up to COVID.
1: COVID. <sighs> I know, it's, it's, it's complicated. So my birthday is March 17th on a St. Patrick's Day baby. Mm. So this year, on March 16th, we had to close our company yeah. on March 16th. You know, Crazy. We, we started hearing about it only the beginning of March, something to that effect. And we started hearing that you kind of had to go home and stay home. Mm -hmm. And then from a friend of ours, they said to us they had furloughed, which I didn't even know what the word furlough meant, which is simply laying people off. But the word laying people off means you don't have a job anymore. But with furlough, it means that you will bring them back if you can bring them back. Okay. Okay. So you don't even know, right? Right. No, I didn't even know. So Will and I had to make a very, very, very bizarre decision. And I had to go to every single employee. And I have to tell you that it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do owning, setting the space. And I had to sit with each person and say, we have to let you go. You had to go home to be safe. You have to go online to continue making money because clearly we couldn't pay them anymore. Right? There was no money to be paid. there's nothing coming in. There ain't nothing coming in. So we sat down with every single person and we said, look it, we're going to furlough you or we're going to lay you off, but it is a furlough. When we can bring you back, we'll bring you back. And that happened the day before my birthday.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And That's horrible. It was very emotional for me because... The people who work for us. They're your
0: family. Yeah. They are family. I know.
1: So it became very, very difficult because they are family. But they got it. And you also have to remember that they didn't understand because we didn't understand. And we're all going home thinking, are we going to get sick? You know, there was a lot Mm -hmm. to this, right? So we closed the company down on the 16th, turned all the lights off. And when I say turn the lights off, I mean I had, you know, I have my brother Jay who's the general manager and I said to him go in the stores and I said just shut the power down. I said we don't need, you know, we have to save mm-hmm. money now. You know, all of a sudden, what are we doing? We're closing the stores. We have no income coming in, but we're going to have to pay Right, bills. but you still have rent. You think? You still you have, have
0: expenses that you are you have to pay yep. no matter what and businesses run on income coming in and expenses going out but you guys literally had nothing coming in but expenses going out
1: so we closed on the 16th i don't know what did we do for my birthday i'm the slightest idea i don't even know if we did anything
0: i know what we did for will's birthday we had a zoom call like (laughs) did we even know what zoom was
1: no (laughs) that was special wasn't it so we closed the company down. That's the end of that. We go home. And you, you should have seen me. I took paperwork home. I thought I I work 24-7. That's what we do as business owners, right? I took paperwork home. I took all kinds of projects home. I thought we're never coming back here. I said, I don't even know if we're gonna have a company when we go back. So it was very interesting, and I, I, I think one of the things that you want to touch upon is You know, what were the positives? What were the negatives? And I'm going to tell you one of the positives was is that Will and I, with our interior design, had a presentation on Sunday after Mm. our closing. And it was down here on the Cape. And he and I went to this house and we're in the midst of not understanding what COVID is. The company is closed, and we're doing a presentation on the entire. They just bought a beautiful home, and it was we were doing a presentation for the entire house, including what a two thousand square foot deck. 2, oh, excuse me, three thousand. <laughs> that is Will who just corrected <laughs> me. Three thousand outdoor, three thousand square foot outdoor mm-hmm. space. So we did our shtick and we presented it. And the wife kept saying that her husband, who owns his own business, he's a a self-made millionaire. Very, very, very humble people. They had just bought a beautiful, beautiful home, but they weren't weren't pretentious, right? They were very, very humble. And the husband said, oh, my God, I love every single solitary thing. What can I write you a check for? And I'm like, write me a check. He wrote us a very large check.
0: Okay, that's having different streams of income. Uh, that's right,
1: and and the
0: importance of that.
1: Exactly. So we left, and I looked at him, and I said, "They saved our company," mm-hmm. and they did save our company. Mm-hmm. So, it and you're right. That was importance of having different streams of income, mm-hmm. and we went home. Mm-hmm. We were into the bank, but we went home after. <laughs> <laughs> so. For two weeks, we self, we isolated. We did everything that the world was telling us to do. And then one day, I said to Will, I said, I think we can leave the house, can't we? And he said, I don't think we can. I think we're supposed to stay in the house. And I said, I can't do it anymore. And I said, let's go to work. And I said, there's no one there. They're gone. Every single <laughs> solitary employee is gone. So off to work we go. And I started cleaning and organizing and revamping and changing. And, you know, I came up with new systems.
0: That's awesome.
1: It was awesome. I was so proud of myself and oh, so excited. Claire. Oh, Mary. <laughs> and then the phone rang, and I'm like, it's a ghost town. Who's calling? Hello? And I'm like, yes. Is this setting the space? And I said, yes can you please come and get your furniture? Our house is sold. And I said, I don't think we can. And they're like, why? And I said, because we have nobody here. And they said, why? And I said, there's something called a pandemic going on. And they said, well, yes, but our house has sold. And I said, what am I supposed to do? So I had to call the delivery guys and say, guess what, guys? We need you back. So we rounded up the delivery guys. And we were down to four, Will, myself, and the delivery Two guys. delivery guys. So off the delivery guys went to pick up the house. And we got another phone call. And I'm like, what do you want? Come pick yourself up. And I'm like, but it's a pandemic.
0: <laughs> you know, we have
1: to come in with masks and, and wipes and sprays and booties and everything else we had to do. And they're like, well, hurry, because somebody wants this house. Then we get another phone call. I'm like, what do you want? (laughs) Well, we need our house staged. I'm like, what do you mean you need your house staged? We're in a pandemic. And they said, I know, but we need the house staged. And I said, okay. And I said, you know, we are going to have to wear masks, and we are going to have to spray everything Mm -hmm. down, and we're going to have to do everything else there is to keep all of us safe from the pandemic. And they said, that's okay. And then I thought, who's doing the staging well guess who had to do it
0: you did oh my goodness (laughs) oh my gosh Blair I am fired from my company for like staging they don't let me because I screw everything up and so but anyway we actually did have to like we did one place that we did all the spray down and I went and did the spray down and blah, blah 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 whatever we haven't stopped, but like you guys are dealing with that because Massachusetts was locked down.
1: We were locked down, like you are now, and we're not. So it's just a different story. No, we're not
0: locked down. Well, we're you're gonna Texas. Be. Keep it going. You're gonna be.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, but you know what? In Texas real estate, they have because we have such a strong real estate situation in um, Texas. They have said we're essential you have to keep real estate going. And from my point of view, we're part of real estate.
1: Well, we are too. So So, we did. And we kept it going. But, you know, I I have to tell you, um, you know, the pros and the cons and what has happened, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, you know, we were able to reopen the company. Mm -hmm. But I think I remember stories of my grandparents living through the Great Depression Mm -hmm. And literally having, having to get in lines for food and all of that right. stuff. And they said they never forgot. And I have to tell you, this has changed our lives. Mm-hmm. And we'll never forget. Right, right. So, you know, we brought back as many people as we could. But we did not bring back the whole entire crew. We are working longer and harder than we have ever worked. Mm-hmm. It is more complicated than I have ever seen it my whole entire life. I equate it to the fact that you turn the lights off, but the difference is if we sp- um, flip the switch, the lights will go on. The problem is when we flip the switch, the economy didn't go on. Right. Warehouses were closed. Production factories were closed. And things that we have forgotten about, people are getting sick within those companies, right. and the production time has, has, has slowed down, right? Yes, so, like when we,
0: when we put an mm. order in, when we're used to having it in three days, uh, it's not that's three, three days, months, my love, yeah, yeah, exactly, and,
1: and the public when we first opened, everybody was kind and nice and understanding, and I don't blame them at this point, they're angry and they're upset, mm-hmm. okay, and people are over it, however, the problem is it's not over us right. and they have to stop thinking that way. And when we have to tell someone that that custom sofa that used to take four weeks is taking 12 weeks Mm -hmm. and the trucking company that could take one to two weeks could be simply four weeks. Right. And when I have to say, I cannot tell you a lead time because every time I tell you a lead time, I'm wrong. Right. It's a hard thing to swallow. It's estimated. Yeah. Well, estimated doesn't count. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have to say one of our favorite ice cream places here on Cape Cod. Ice cream? Um, which is Polar cave Ooh. and it's the best ice cream Where place is that? it's here in Mashby really okay, it Jonathan is awesome, it. but they have had so to literally that. go to another form of living you know they are like you have to put your order in online, and it could be. 45 minutes it could be an hour before you get your ice cream you know and i mean poor mark he just is like all about service but today in covid it's a different world and Mm. yeah we put things in for order and it's like okay we have said you know oh yeah we'll be able to stage it by this but if it's a luxury home we need to have specific things and it may take us X amount of time to get that stuff. Right. So. Life has
1: changed. Mm-hmm. Life has changed. Um, I think it's changed for the good and for the bad. I think that in one sense, we were very gluttonous. And I think mm-hmm. that it has taken us to a level of realizing that that was wrong. But there's also a level of difficulty. I'm finding that it takes me three times the, three times the amount of time to do certain things if you're on the phone with people it's more difficult if we're trying to find out when their product is coming in it's more difficult Mm -hmm. (coughs) and i hate (coughs) excuse me i hate to say trying to order stuff and bring in new product is getting to be very really hard yeah
0: we actually ordered um a table for actually one of our stagers and it's this beautiful table but it should have been in march yeah It still has not arrived. No. It's amazing. But like it's just not coming when you normally would. No. I hate to
1: say it's gonna happen after January.
0: I know. Mm. So Blair. Okay. What's the best advice you've ever been given?
1: You know what? That's an awesome question. The best advice I've ever been given is don't pre plan, believe it or not. (laughs) Pre-planning is not going to happen. Every day is a challenge. Every day is new. Do not pre-plan. Just kind of go with the flow. And that was very difficult for me because I am a planner. I'm very Mm -hmm. organized, but you can't be organized. Such as today, when we were supposed to be somewhere <laughs> at ten, <laughs> and the drivers didn't get there till nine thirty because of traffic situations. So right. don't But it, but in all seriousness, you have to go with the flow. And in business, business is ebbs and flows, and you mm-hmm. have to be open minded to stuff. And yes, of course, you have to plan certain things, but you have to be very, very, very open to spur of the moment. Right. Because it's going to happen. So.
0: Because and you have to be able to react.
1: You think? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Sometimes. It's
0: like, yes, you want to plan as much as you can, but then you have to, as a staging company or, you know, business owners, we have to be able to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Of course. You know, because that's what's presented me in front of me.
1: A hundred percent. Okay. What's a daily
0: habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind?
1: (laughs) Do you have any daily habits? I have no daily habits. <laughs> That's uh, okay, darling. I know it's crazy, though. You know, it's um, you know, owning a business. People think people who don't own a business think that running a business is fun. <laughs> really, I love your laugh. <laughs> it's challenging. Is it's what it challenging. Is. Every single every day trade. is new. Every day is new, but you you have to find that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. So you, you know we're dog lovers. I know. and so are we Yes, and we have baby blue at home, Mr. Blue. you know and every morning when I get up, and dogs are funny, they have their habits, they do what mm-hmm. they want to do. And every morning when I get up and Mr. Blue and he's a long-haired, blonde dachshund with one blue eye so you can only imagine (laughs) and when i'm laying in bed and i'm like oh my gosh i'm not getting up again i can't do it and blue all of a sudden comes up and he kisses and kisses and he takes his paws you know and and you have to put yourself in that you also have to think of like tonight this was easy you know we're coming to visit you so we're going to be with You, we haven't seen you for a long time. You know, you have to find those little things. Mm. But I don't have one specific habit that I I get myself into because every every day is definitely different, and I go with the flow. But you do have to find that one thing that you have to start thinking about. But every day it's different, whether we're entertaining, whether we're going home and we're just going to make a cool meal, whether we're going out to dinner that night. You know, those are the things that kind of keep me going and keep me positive. You know, but I have to tell you, no matter how bad the day goes, I wake up in the morning the same way. It's a new day. I have control of how it's gonna be. And the one the things I don't have in control, just go with the flow, fix it, and go on with that.
0: And so, Blair, you've also spent some time in Houston.
1: <laughs> and
0: Houston. what do you love about Houston?
1: So this is this is a loaded question for me. So I've been to Houston. <laughs> Twice, I think. I don't think I've been there three times. The first time we were in Houston, one of the one of the jobs that Will and I got, and we've had some very, very, very intriguing and in- interesting jobs, was we worked for, I don't know, I think he was the 96th richest person in the oh world. Oh, my gosh. And it's a long story, and it's a great story. But he was in Houston. <laughs> exactly. And it was a sad story, but it ended very well. His, his wife had a, a very rare... Um, type of cancer and she Mm. survived and we were asked they were first of all they were in Boston going to the doctors there and we were asked to do their condo there and it was a huge project and it was it was a lot of detail and then all of a sudden we had to go to Houston because the doctors in Houston were better than the doctors Mm -hmm. of the hospitals were better so we were flown out to Houston but that's one cool story but really the other story is is that I have had the privilege to do the prism awards
0: right with the greater houston builders association
1: exactly and we did it last year for the first time and i thought it was so super cool you know and and it is it's a privilege to be asked to be part of it Mm -hmm. um i flew out there now mary i can say this to you right you know i like the finer things in life so the hotel that they put us (laughs) up in was just not gonna work so I did my due diligence, and I Blair,
0: found... Blair, you never stay at the hotel that all the rest of us uh, peons nah, are nah, staying nah, at. Nah, 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 Just nah. saying.
1: So I found this fabulous hotel called... I think the was, Ivy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so my favorite thing to do in Houston is to go to the Ivy. It's fabulous, as you know.
0: I got to have drinks there with I you. you. did. And it I was awesome.
1: So, but... But more than that, so yes, staying at a beautiful hotel because that is part of your love. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's your love language.
1: It is my love language, <laughs> no, and that's that's also what I dream of, right? <laughs> but going to do the Prism Awards were amazing, and I have to say, we were asked, or I was asked to do them again this year. And guess the first thing I did was made my reservations at the. I IV. know, no. and they were canceled. Know, they
0: went virtual, but next year hopefully we will be live again and you'll be coming back to houston to the ivy to the ivy and And i'll have you i'll be having cocktails there
1: but i love houston you know houston is very interesting um now i just thought of something i was actually in houston the very 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 first time and i forget this is when we had our conference for staged homes and we was in houston we took a cruise out of houston Really?
0: Oh, I heard about the cruise.
1: Oh, it was out of Galveston. Sorry. Oh, it was Galveston. It was disgusting. <laughs> and it was <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I but know. I
0: do hear that stagehomes.com is an iHouse is going to be coming back to Houston at some point.
1: Of That's course, then point. I can stay at the Ivy. Thank God. Thank God.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll be staying at the wait. Ivy, but like you can be my guest. It's all <laughs> right. Okay, I know. Oh my God! I'm so we had excited. So much fun there.
1: It's not <laughs> even funny. But I do love Houston. There's no question about it. I love you, Blair. I love you. Marie. Thank you
0: so much, darling, for sharing this time with me, and thank you, Houston, for spending this time with us. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like more information about Simple Elegance, you can either give us a call at 877-458-8254. That's 877-458-8254. Or visit us on our website at www.simpleelegancetx.com.